Yo, yo, what's good, everyone? My name is Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. And welcome to the all-new Behind the Baller podcast. I say new because we are now running a new format. Guys, we will only be dropping new full episodes on Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific time with a new series of sports betting episodes dropping on Saturday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. The Wash Lord is slightly well rested. Just wanted you guys to know this is still the same BTB. I'm just giving you a more solid show once a week with a special betters episode on Saturdays, which is going to be debuting for the first time this coming Saturday. All right. I told you guys before. Um, I can't give you that Thursday episode and the Monday. I both had to figure out which one I could give up because I'm focusing on family, then slight other business, and then the podcast. If the podcast was paying the bills, things would be a little different, right? We, you know, we, we we make some money here, you know, and I, I make sure that we're, we're good, but, you know, um, not good to continue the lifestyle that I live. Um, BTB Army, you are still rocking with the best. Still got my theme song from Illegal Cartel. Still got beats by Lakey Inspired. And of course, this show will never happen without the production of the podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers, Miles and Jordan. So check it out, man. We got some sponsors that we got to mention. So... I want to run through those right now before we start the show. Let's get it popping. There's big news from my favorite new home security company. Simply Safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that US News and World Report names best home security system of 2021, just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. It has an ultra wide 140 degree field of view so that you can watch over your entire yard. It has a 1080p HD resolution with an eight times zoom. To learn more about this new exciting Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/baller. That's spelled S I M P L I S A F E. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service for free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash baller. Next up, when running a business, HR issues can ruin you. Some HR compliance concerns that many small business owners have are, what are meal and break requirements that I must provide my employees? How do I handle an employee that doesn't show up to work? I want to terminate an employee, what do I need to do, and many, many more. Not to mention wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, 
and labor regulations. And by the way, guys, HR manager salaries are not cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, -E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or even real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, -day, all for just $99 a month. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Hire the pros who know at Bambi. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash baller right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash baller. Spelled BAM to the B-E-E dot com slash baller. And finally, many of you in the BTB army are just starting out, buying a home, having babies, building your wealth. Be sure to add securing your family's future to your to-do list by establishing a will or trust at trustandwill.com. At trustandwill.com, setting up an estate plan is simple, convenient, and secure. For as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care all from the comfort of your home. Hiring a traditional estate attorney can cost thousands and using a one-size-fits-all template is not nearly specialized enough. Trust and will documents are designed by estate planning experts and customized for the state you live in. And with live customer support seven days a week, trustandwill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. Guys, I trust Trust and Will. I have used them for specific things in regards to my family, my kids' trust with separate things. I have a lot of things I got to go through. That's why you should take the Trust and Will quiz, okay? Take that quiz. It'll tell you everything you need to know. From there, you can figure it out. Very important, especially for anybody who is leaving a legacy, okay? Trust and Will is the most trusted name in online estate planning, the category leader on Trustpilot, and they've helped hundreds of thousands of people protect their families, assets, and legacy. Gain peace of mind at trustandwill.com slash baller and get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Don't wait. Go right now. This is really important. Get 10% off plus free shipping at trustandwill.com slash baller. Trustandwill.com slash baller. All right, guys, we got those ads out the fucking way. But they're really, really, really important ads. You heard? So I got to start off by talking about this um certified lover boy. 
That shit is out now. And anyone, um, I'm sorry, 100% of anyone that I know who listens to rap or listens to music, period, has not mentioned Donda to me at all since Drake dropped CLB. In fact, if Drake didn't leak that diss track, the one with Andre 3000, all that shit, whatever, it would be crickets for real. And soon, you may not ever hear about that album again, okay? What's crazy is, I listen to Donda about maybe two times, and I'm almost positive I will probably never listen to that album ever again. Now, for CLB, like, look, it's cool. I don't even, you know, I, maybe I need to listen to some more. It's better than Donda, that's for sure, you know. But is, is it even in Drake's, you know, top fucking three? I, I don't know. I don't think so, you know, but then again, you know, I mean, music is so different now. It's just personal preference, right? And he's broken every fucking record. I knew he would. He's going to break all the sales records. He's going to fucking smash you and all that stuff. But what I'm most happy about with this album is that Cuddy is on there because there was so much fucking drama over the last few years and just that whole shit was just like, man, you know, it was, it was, it was some shit. I ain't gonna lie to you, you know, Cuddy's been through a lot of shit too, you know, and so I'm just glad that they, you know, they got past their differences. I swore that I wouldn't get into this. And Cuddy told me, do not tell anybody if anyone asks and say that you didn't know anything. And I, and I, I didn't. Okay. So that's my answer. All right. But he did tell me that he was going to address his fans about the situation with Kanye and why he was taking off Donda. Um, he said he was going to go on his IG live, like right before actually. So, you know, I'll let Cud tell you, as it's none of my business to say anything, right? It's it's none of my shit, right? I've already gotten in trouble for saying stuff, whatever. That's my boy. But I just don't like to see homies beefing, right? When they're my homies. And even the shit with Push right now, like it's like it's fucked up my relationship with Push and it sucks, you know? And it's just unfortunate. And not that I favor any other side. I just kind of like, you know, like, motherfucker, I ain't about to pick and choose. But I, I pick my family, you know? Pick my mental health. Like, I'm fucking, this is bullshit. But, now that Cuddy and the boy have squashed it, I already know some new drama with Ye is going to happen, okay? And being transparent with you guys, there's a reason why I avoided Ye, why I avoided Ye for over the last couple of years, right? There's a reason why I don't care to ever be homies with him, right? I appreciate sending shoes to my kids and everything else and being cool and whatever. And, you know, a lot of my homies work with them and stuff, whatever. That's cool. Y'all can work together. I got no beef with him. I just, like, I don't rock with dude. Don't want to make no little $5,000 chains here and there, whatever. Like, we ain't, like, I don't get it. He, he just can't relax and chill. He can't be who he really is, you know, and he just should be. Some people say like, oh, you've changed. You know, when you hear that term, right? But anyone who's known me for 10, 20, even 30 plus years, they have all said, Ben is the same dude he's always been. Okay. <laughs> his glow up might have changed, but he has not changed his personality wise. He has not changed. Now, Kanye, 100% changed. Okay, there's not one single person that's not going to say he has. Everyone has day ones, childhood friends, everything else. Like, it's like, stop it, man. But look, 
I had to say that because it's just the way that he approached this whole situation. Like, bro, like, why? Why go through all that shit? That rollout, all that shit. And it's just like, just weird, man. Just that just, man, bro. I, anyways, guys, let me pivot to something else. Let me just fucking stop, full stop, okay? Guys, we are exactly one week away from the reveal of the biggest chain in my professional career as a jeweler, okay? I think a lot of the stress of my kids and other things have also contributed to my wacky ass behavior, but once this shit is over, once I deliver this chain, once it's out to the public and everything, like, man, there's nothing not even my colitis, not even like me rushing on the fucking 405 or the 101 freeway trying to rush to a toilet or something would, would give me more relief than this, okay? After this chain is done, I only got, what, two Captain Morgan pieces for, for this year, I'm saying. Two Captain Morgan pieces and then my custom $60,000 underdog fantasy prize, and then I'm done for 2021, okay? With this reveal next Monday, right, it's a million-dollar chain. And it's not often that I make a $1 million piece. But what's crazy is that this piece already has a bid on it for $1.6 million, even though it's already been sold because it's privately been commissioned through somebody I talk about a lot, right? And that was through very discreet chit-chat because I had to sign legal paperwork and stuff, so no one really knows, okay? And the artist that I collaborated with for this piece who is pretty much the biggest street artist in the world, this will be his first ever official jewelry entry into his archive. Now, when you guys see what this piece is, you'll be like, no, wait a second, Ben, you worked with him before. That doesn't mean it was actually entered into his archive and, you know, comes with paperwork. It's 100% official, like a real edition, okay? Now, the piece will make its debut at the Met Ball, and I'll be in New York City with everyone involved. So I'm fucking pumped. Right? I, I feel like, feel weird going back. And now, like, I'm, my hands are getting dirty. You know what I'm saying? I got to do the rhodium, the polishing, all the crazy shit that we do to get involved. Right? Everyone gets involved. This is the part of time, like, where I got to put in six months of work in fucking, you know, a few weeks. Right? And I go through all the other stress. Meanwhile, Someone like my cousin James, my cousin Steve. They have two different types of things. They got their 24-hour stress for five or six days a week, and they do other things. I have to handle different parts. We all got different positions, different things that we do, okay? This piece right here, this piece separates the men from the boys, okay? It separates the amateurs to the Hall of Famers. Yeah, notice I didn't say professionals because it is so far apart from just amateurs versus professionals. When you hear guys who have the, the word jeweler in their name, they're already in a losing battle, okay? When you see a jeweler with a YouTube page, it's quiet for them. This ain't the type of work that they even can get next to, okay? When you see guys who claim to have $24 million diamonds, <laughs> And in actuality, they aren't even worth 500000 And they're not even actual straight diamonds. They are legit HPHT diamonds. 
This is where all the cap stops, okay? The best part of all of this, the artist that I collaborated with has no care to ever work with another jeweler in his entire life, ever. He doesn't care. Let alone work with a jeweler in New York City who works on 47th Street. This is different. This is special. Why? Because 50 years from now, it'll be in museums. Okay? It won't just be on a magazine, someone's neck, whatever. It's going to be in museums all over the fucking world. There is a reason why I'm so selective. Okay, I, I love Jay Balvin. He's a good friend of mine. Congratulations, Jay, on your baby, Rio. Okay, he's been trying to get a chain from me for over a year or more. There is constant. He would buy a chain tomorrow if I, if I, you know, I can't get him in. I think people really misunderstand how big these corporate sponsorships that I have are. They occupy my time, you know. That's why I do four chains a year. Might even be less soon. Okay, I see comments under my my bookie post like saying, "Oh, it must be sad, you know, being rich and having to do a paid post or an ad like this," in a sarcastic voice. And it's like, yo, when ninety percent of the NBA or NFL doesn't make this on a social media post, yeah, okay, I'm not doing anything for less than six figures, and most of my brand partnerships are now in the seven figure range. So you got to have big, big bread to even talk to my agents, all right? And I've shown and improved, and I'm still going. So to, to break this down, me making a $250,000 piece four or five times a year for a private client, it, it's cool. You know, it, it pays for my kid's school, it pays for other things. You know, it takes care of some bills. That's what it does, okay? But it does nothing for my Ben Baller brand. And the namesake. I've done everything I can with celebrities, right? You have to be a certain type of star for me to do something, right? Think about the Ben Ball, the 2B, the, the BB logo. Think about how far that BB logo has come in 10 years and how much it's leaped in the last five years. I have huge corporations stamping their products with my logo and also paying me. And also spending millions on marketing for me. This is what they don't teach at USC Business School. No offense to my boy Dave. Business partner Dave with my Ben Baller strain. Because uh, I said USC Business School. But Harvard Business School. Look, I'm building a name brand. And we started from nothing. Okay. And this name brand is global. All right. So again, I cannot wait to show you the chain next Monday night. Might be Tuesday morning. I doubt it because I already know, like, you know, it's, this is just a crazy thing. But this chain is something I'm so proud of that I could legit retire after this one and no jeweler would be able to catch up for a long time. All right. It's about being smart. It's deeper than chess and checkers. It's a whole different thing. It's called life. All right. By the way, Happy Labor Day. I was actually supposed to be at Six Flags Magic Mountain today with my family, but it is 104 degrees in Valencia today. Fuck that. No thanks. I actually think the park might not be fully operational because um, it's harder than shit, right? Like you could die of a fucking heat stroke in this type of weather 
like just waiting in line for a fucking hot dog, waiting outside, like even being on a fucking ride at 104. Could you imagine? Like this, that's just not. Look, we went at 83 degrees and we're fucked up. I've been to a park before. It was like 85. It's just not fun. Okay. And now I know London is sad and, you know, we're going to get in it. We're going to figure it out. We just, I got to have that bitch down at least to 90. Okay. I even bought some portable fucking neck fans. There's these new things my wife found out. They, they last for four hours. They literally blow cool air onto your face. And that's the only thing where there's no way. Cause there's no fucking way. And my in-laws want to come. It's like you know, my mother-in-law, you know, older Filipino lady would be walking around and fucking 105. Hell no. Speaking of which, after long discussions, assessing the pros, the cons, in regards to my kid's school, right? We're just in a we're just in between a rock and a hard place, okay. And after a lot of tough decisions, we we've chose the rock, right? As of right now, London and all my kids will stay home for about a week maybe two weeks max. We were thinking about, you know, like, okay, well, they're going to stay here until the fucking holidays. No, we can't do that. We're going to have to play it week by week, see how things go. You know, the cases, even in the kids, you know, there's a surge, but the cases went down about 3% and they're going down. Um, you know, London Ryder and Kai, as I mentioned, they had slight allergies. They still have, you know, sniffles and, you know, runny, you know, um, runny nose. They had low-grade fevers because, you know, they're in school for less than two weeks. And, you know, I was hoping, kind of like, well, shit, maybe they got it, cool, whatever. But none of them have tested positive for the coronavirus, COVID-19, or the antibodies yet. So, um, as for California, like I said, the cases are slightly on the decline. So, I just want to play, but, you know, just by week by week, that's all I can do. My wife is really, she's just so freaking out. She's like, no, and I broke everything down to her, and I was like, look... We, we have no choice, you know. Unfortunately, the vaccine for the kids is, we just found out it's pushed back now until early 2022. Just found out the third booster shot now is pushed back because they need more time. So I just got to do my best to protect them. But more importantly, I need to make sure I don't set my kids up for failure, right? What that means is when they're not in school learning because there's no Zoom, because if... 95% of school is, is going, you know, there's some kids who are doing tutoring at school, at home, whatever. But if London falls behind on school or class, like Spanish class, like we could have a tutor for certain things. We not might have, we not have the tutor for fucking Spanish. So he falls behind that. And you know, the kids, are, if the school is very lenient, he jumps into school next year in fourth grade and he's behind. And it's just, he ain't the type of kid that can make it up and be okay with that. Ryder, he could. But if London is in the bottom 50% of anything, he would just give up and break down. And, and, you know, although he's going to therapy, they have even suggested that as much interaction with other kids as possible is, is highly needed. While being safe as we can, you know, but if our son doesn't get the certain, like, like you know, if we're going to do homeschool, then we're doing fucking homeschool, Okay. Like, I'm not concerned about physical fitness or PE. I can do that with them. We could do the swim shit and everything else. Lennon's in a swim team, and I know he's taking a little time off from that. But, you know, I'm not worried about that stuff. We could ride the bikes. We could do other things. I'm okay with that. It's the teaching. I, that, that ain't my thing. You know, I was never a scholar. 
you know, my wife has done the best that she can. You know, I mean, she really has been fucking unbelievable. I don't, guys, man, I owe my wife just beyond. You couldn't even imagine. Like, I owe my wife fucking a whole nother life. Jesus Christ, I owe her a fucking vacation house and all this shit. And, you know, she asks for so little. Um, but yeah, him not being around his best friends is just certain things. You know, I, I just, Paying for three tuitions, three private school tuitions, three kids, right? And then also having a full-time tutor, okay? Like we crunched the numbers and all that stuff. And people be like, you know, well, you're in a good financial situation. Even in my financial situation, this ain't it, all right? For them to stay in, pay the tutor, right? Three kids, um pay the three tuitions, it, it just, nah, it doesn't make sense. And for those of you listening right now who are nosy, wondering why, I'll tell you why. Because if you think about what that costs, or we've thought about it already, it would basically be another $3 million mortgage payment. Okay, sorry. If we are making a mortgage payment on a $3 million house each month, that's what it would be. Yeah, yes, they're worth it. But that's not the point. It's not worth it. They're worth it, but it's not worth it. Because we would just be paying for a heavy-duty Band-Aid. And Band-Aids don't cure anything, right? That Band-Aids is like the last thing. You know, it's like after, oh, okay, well, cool. You know, everything's, we've already, you know, got the shot. We've already, did, you know, you put the fucking Bactine on it, blah, blah, whatever. We've, you know, the wound is almost gone. Yeah, you put the bandit over, just put a little fucking uh, Neosporin on there, you know, put some Aquaphor. No, this is way more severe. All right, way more severe. So best case scenario, London gets the virus and is either asymptomatic or gets sick and survives and then he has the antibodies. That gives us, a, we, we get a whole different level of relief. We don't even suffer anymore, right? Like we have a good, I don't know, eight months to a year, whatever. And we've been suffering for two fucking years, all right? But that best case scenario is just wishful thinking, okay? So when does it fucking end? I don't know. We still have stupid motherfuckers versus smart, woke clowns, fake smart, woke clowns, right? Versus people who doubt everything, even the the water in your house, fucking, you name it. Did you really see this person? It's just like, fucking, how fucking stupid can you be? Did you really see the shot? They're saline solution. What the fuck? Where are these stories coming from? Your shot that you got, Ben, is different than the most shot we're going to get. It's just sad, man. It's fucking sad. And you got people who, all these people are battling decent humans who understand how life should, like, how life should be, how things work. Like, oh, they're liberals, they're uh, Democrats. What the fuck is you talking about, man? You know, when I hear the seatbelt comparison... It's really as close as someone can get to when it comes to the vaccine, mask, or anything. People who wear seatbelts still die in car accidents. Yes, they do. But it's proven to help compared to those who didn't wear one when they got an accident. Okay? Yes, Oscar De La Hoya got fucking COVID-19. 
Okay. He is rich as fuck. He was vaccinated two shots. Okay. He got sick. Let's put some real specifics in here. He put himself in hospital care. He could have stayed at home like most other people have to because they can't afford it or whatever it may be. He put himself in there to ensure he was going to get past all of it as fast as possible. Now, we don't know what long-term effects he's going to have, right? But I bet it's going to be not that bad, okay? He's been healthy most of his life. He's not going to die from it. But now Joe Rogan, on the other end, yeah, he got COVID. Guess what? Joe Rogan spent well over $100,000 in private health care. He was not shy to tell you he threw the, everything in the kitchen sink. He used experimental medicine, special antibody shit to kick it in the ass, okay? The average listener of the Joe Rogan experience, let alone the average American, does not have close to the same access of healthcare as he does or the money and financial situation that he's in, okay? Because he's he's getting tested almost every day because, you know, we're trying to get on the show. And I was like, fuck, let me get on there, boom. And he has to record his show with guests, so he has to he has to get tested for COVID almost every day, okay? So he caught it early, boom, through everything with the kitchen sink, with the best doctors, best everything, peer-to-peer research here and there, whatever. Oscar De La Hoya, as rich as Oscar is, by the way, I told you I live down the street from Oscar, nowhere near the massive estate he has. This is one of his like four houses. It's a $50 million crib, okay? Oscar goes out and drinks, gets smashed to this day, even though he was prepping for a fight, right? This dude was still out in Pasadena at bars, which is weird as fuck. Like, bro, you're training for a fucking fight. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Just context is so crucial, okay? Seeing that Joe spent that kind of money to certain things. Oh, well, just make up any kind of fucking excuse. You can't argue with anybody. Like, Two plus two equals four, but like, but three plus three plus one equals four, but uh, uh, five minus one equals four. You know, it's like we're not talking about that dumb fuck. I just saw some speech that o- Obama had said. It was like it was like some fucking. Weird. I was like, what the fuck? But like the video is not the real video. It's like like a video of him speaking. But there was like there's like this put together speech, and it's like five different speeches that they piece together. And they edited it together so it looked like it was chopped up. So it looked like he was saying shit against a conspiracy of like vaccines taking over and whatever and this and that. It's like, yo, bro, like they're trying to make this. They chopped up his shit. So, so it sounds like he's going against the narrative that uh, of his narrative, right? Like why would anyone spend that level of time to try to fool the public? Like there are some real sick fucking people. It's just sad. I don't know. Well, you know what? Oh, man. Let's get into a quick final commercial break. One quick commercial. That's it. And then we get into some more fun shit talking. All right. We'll be right back, guys. Health is wealth. And your mouth being clean and your teeth being white could make your life a hell of a lot better. You know our longtime sponsor, Quip, the makers of the electric toothbrush and the floss that you hear me talk about all the time? 
Well, they've launched a mouthwash to help you complete your clean. Plus, it comes with a refillable dispenser that's delightful to use and sleek enough to fit on any bathroom counter. And with five colors and two high-end finishes to choose from, you're guaranteed to find a dispenser that matches your style. Mouthwash is the perfect finishing touch to a complete oral care routine. Pair it with a Quip electric toothbrush, either for kids or adults, and one of our refillable flossers, and you'll be surprised at how easy and fun it can be to keep your whole mouth healthy. And Quip now has a great tasting, good for you gum that can help keep your teeth clean in between brushings. Along with mouthwash, Quip also delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. With affordable refills plus free shipping, it's so easy to keep your whole mouth healthy. Join the over 5 million mouths already using Quip and start swishing today. And if you go to getquip.com slash baller5 right now, you can get $5 off a mouthwash starter kit. That's $5 off a mouthwash starter kit, which includes a refillable dispenser and 90-dose supply of Quip's four times concentrated formula at getquip.com slash baller5. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash baller5. Quip, the good habits company. Prayers to everyone in Louisiana, New Orleans, you know, and everyone affected by Hurricane Ida. I know people can't just move and pick up and go to a different state or whatever, but after Katrina, like, I remember having this talk with Gutta Gutta from, uh, from Young Money, and he was telling me how, you know, they, a lot of people from Houston, uh, from, from uh, Louisiana, from New Orleans, they moved to Houston, you know, and like, he did too. And, um, like, what, what does the government do now, you know? Like, it's just fucked up, you know, to go back. Let's just say everything gets back and just fix up. But it's just like, to have this shit happen all the time, it's like, there has to be something. I know it's natural disaster, and it happens every so often, but like, fuck, man, like, what do you do? You know, I'm I'm just, I don't know, man. This is, there's looting going on. There's motherfucking store owners and small businesses on top of their roofs with guns. It's just like protecting their shit. No one prepared for it. And they told motherfuckers. They told people, hurricanes coming or whatever. And a lot of people say, oh, prepare for here and there. But people just still don't prepare. Some people can't, some people don't. It's like, man, you know, if I didn't do my homework and I didn't study and I fucked up on a test, that's all me, you know, but this is life, you know? That's one thing that school preps you for. They want you to prepare for shit, for a test, whatever, you know, and they're giving you the time. Some people don't have a lot of time, but still, something. There's no food. There's no electricity. It's all fucked up down there. And no offense. Let's break this down, okay? People are so concerned and worried about what's going on in Afghanistan. And you know what, man? 
God bless all those families over there. It's fucked up. Yes, we came from the same struggle uh, or situation with my family immigrating here and there. I'm talking about right now, this situation today, what's going on. Yes, the country was built on this, that, and the third. Great. I'm just saying, people are focused. Why are you talking about Afghanistan? Why are you talking about this? Why are you talking about this? Look, if the same situation was going on in Korea that is going on in Afghanistan and I had family there, I would still agree with what I'm about to say. As an American, we need to be worried and focused on what's going on here in the United States of America first, okay? Our direct responsibilities here need to be handled. We're fucking fighting each other, right? Even with this Texas abortion law shit, which is absolutely fucking insane and asinine, like every weirdo law that's attached to this shit for the laws against abortion right now is insane. For like the Uber driver, if an Uber driver drives a person to it, you're fucking like, what the fuck? The six-week time span, first of all, most women don't even fucking know that they're pregnant until two months. It's just fucking crazy, right? The lawmakers there, they know this shit too. If they had the situation, like one of their kids, whatever, this is some fucking, this bullshit, okay? Fuck all that, all right? We have a lot of shit going on in our country right now. Financially, the virus, but mostly just the economy, right? How about the homeless problem in California? Now, I know that there's bums and homeless people in New York and probably in a lot of places, but California is fucked up, right? And there's shit going on in every country. There's the fucking Louisiana shit. There's, you know, whatever, the, the idiots in Florida, right? There's other stuff. There's poverty everywhere. That's great. Okay. We got shit here to handle first before anywhere else. Like imagine me talking, like I was watching this fucking 9-11 documentary and they told the guy to go to the Middle East. They give him a billion dollars. And this was like in the fucking 80s. Okay. The fuck? If it was done right, that could be dispersed and solve a lot of problems here. Okay, like um, imagine me taking time away from work and my family. Okay, imagine if I did that because I wanted to go help someone off of Instagram who I don't even know instead of helping a dying family member who needs my help right now. Okay, that shit is weird to me. And again, people get mad. Look. It's not our direct responsibility. And I understand you're trying to raise awareness. And some people are just like, yo, we just want to get help and try to solve some things here and there, you know, outside the government. I get it. Cool. But I'm talking about being mad at the government for not doing it. And I'm fucked the government, but I'm just saying, like, think about it if you were the government, okay? But I'm talking about you guys listening right now. Why would you pay for some other kid's child support when you could barely handle your own bills, okay? Now, the crazy thing is, the child's not yours. Do you get what I'm saying right now? People are worried about shit that has nothing to do with their direct responsibility. And we gotta take care of our own, take care of ourselves. If that was the case, man, and I know people need help, I get it. I, I just, I'm just so fucking mind blown and the fact that just people just I just man no one knows what the fuck is going on in someone else's house 
you know, literally, this fucking dude went off on Nene Leaks from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she's like, yo, man, fuck that bitch, she wish me happy birthday. Her husband is, di- her husband died, by the way, last week, but her husband was dying, and she was like, yo, like, you don't even fucking know what's going on. It's just crazy. Anyways, I saw this singer, R&B singer Jasmine Sullivan, and she went on her Instagram stories and she asked her followers to disclose their deepest, darkest secrets. She said, this is a safe place. And I was reading some response. I was like, oh shit, this is fucking crazy. So I had my followers do the same thing. I asked them, I was like, yo, shit, this is a safe place. Like, let it all out. You know what I'm saying? Truth sets you free, whatever, boom. Um, I didn't say all that. I'm just saying that's the 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 gist of what I was trying to get at. Um, shit. I got over 4 million views on all my stories in 24 hours off these crazy-ass responses, okay? Now, there are some clowns who said, oh, I was just kidding about the gay shit. Why would you take a troll comment so serious? Okay, one, dick knows. For those who said they're gay, and what should they do? Let me tell you. If 70% of all the guys who sent me a fucking response saying they were gay were lying, I'd still have 15, 20 people who weren't lying, okay? I had people admitting to me about robbing celebrities' homes. And these are celebrities that I know. They don't even know that I know these celebrities, okay? There, there was so much crazy shit being said. I know a lot of people. That, there were, There's people admitting to mental health. That was probably the most, okay? I'd probably say, I would say at least 200 plus people told me that they wanted to commit suicide. Um, so that they either attempted to commit suicide or they want to kill themselves. Full stop. I'm not a trained professional. You know, I've dealt with it. I've thought about suicide before. I think, I don't know if I've ever said that before. You know, whatever. But it's like, look, I got too much. Like, I that ain't, can't even be on the table. Sorry, y'all. Like, that can't, like, for a person who, who, who you know, lives in a one-bedroom apartment, has their bills, lives check to check, they can't even realistically think. They could dream about shit, but they can't necessarily think about going on a fucking vacation to Seychelles or to Bali or to fucking Bora Bora. Like, look. I have too much going on for me to even think about that. And I have a family. So it's just out of the question. But how depressed? No, you fight that shit. Okay? And I'm not a trained professional. I'm not a psychiatrist. Nothing. I'm just, just talking homie to homie. Unless you have a physical terminal illness. And some people say, yeah, mental illness is so fucked. And it is. I, I've had my boy who's had mental shit and his shit's fucked him up so bad he physically couldn't walk. He thought something was wrong with him, but it was all mental. And it is a fucked up situation. But what I'm saying is, unless you have an actual mental, I mean a physical terminal illness, you've done all the testing and yes, there's pain. There's real shit going on in your body. You have criminal cancer or something. There are options. Okay? Unless you have that. If you don't have that, there are options for you. Even if you live through 10 years of excruciating mental pain from stress, depression, other illness, it can be reversed with therapy. Okay? Being alive is always better than being dead. Sorry, guys. Gotta say it. Okay? 
You got nobody. No one cares. No one loves you. Blah, blah, whatever. Look, man. I know I got a lot of followers and millions of people in the world. And I'm sure there's people out there who don't have friends. Guess what? Yes, I have options and certain things. You know what? There's been so many disappointments in life. I still wake up a lot of fucking positivity. Still wake up with a lot of fucking, you know, hopes and faith that I have a good day. Hope that I don't meet a motherfucking piece of shit and whatever. I still, even though there's people who lie and cheat and still, I still interact with people and try to hope for the best for society. Okay? But wanting to kill yourself is the biggest pussy way out, man. That's just like, come on, man. When, when have you ever wanted to be, like, it's just, look, you ain't got to be a tough guy. But to even think, to go that far to act on it is crazy. That shit is nuts to me, okay? That ain't it, guys. Stay here for a while. You don't need friends, okay? You can be bored. There's people always in a worse situation than you're in. If you were beaten, you were raped, Okay? You had nails fucking hammered into your leg every day for years. Look, there's people in worse situations, okay? Sorry, not sorry. It's a pussy way out to kill yourself. Even in today's fucked up society where people are so far in debt, people lie more than ever, people believe the lies of other people, so now they're depressed due to other people's lies and fake lives. Everyone needs a timeout, okay? One thing for sure is I have some sick followers, all right? But I hope they felt better getting it out there and saying what they had to say for those. Let's just say half of them were lying. Some was entertainment, some was whatever. Look at Sometimes it's just better to let it out for those who, you know, who really needed to say something, okay? I'm not here to judge. You know, I might crack some jokes just to lighten up the mood. But the people who've gone through the worst situations, I think they should be the ones that have the thickest skin and should be able to laugh at the pain. You know, some people get upset, whatever. It's like, yo, man, that's how your son is. That's how the, you should be the first person to be like, trust me, you're talking about compassion with me, empathy with me, all right? You got a four-inch dick? Make a joke about your dick. Embrace that shit. What are you going to do? Oh, go get surgery. Cool. Fuck anyone else who has anything to say about it. Oh, your son has Down syndrome or your cousin has one. Okay. Try to find some laughter in your life. Right. Of course, there are things like heart attacks that aren't funny. People say, oh, well, Down syndrome is funny. You know what? I have a relative with Down syndrome. I have a friend, okay, who I won't mention, whose mom slept with. Her fucking half-brother, you know? And then the kid came out fucked up. This ain't no cap. This is real shit. And he's fucked up because the mom smoked crack and everything, okay? Just saying, you still find a way to try to lighten your life up, man. You got to laugh at shit, man. Laughter is the fucking cure to so many different things. Now, if it doesn't help anything immediately, at least, I mean, in the long run, Believe me, stressing about it and, you know, th there's nothing you could do about, you know, especially if it's clinical, what are you going to do? It's like fucking watching Tom Cruise argue with his brother, Charlie Babbitt. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? All right. The world gets so offended off a small or big issue 
right? Either way, small or big, they go crazy. See a small thing. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, uh, you didn't like my rainbow socks? All right, well, guess what? Now I'm going to try to get you fired because you're a fucking homophobe and you're a transphobe. They, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Well, let's say it's a big issue, you know? Oh, you work with Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein raped my wife, blah, whatever. It's like, yo, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about sometimes. I'm not trying to defend anybody who defend that piece of shit. But for those you spend your entire life trying to find revenge or cancel culture, that shit ain't going to solve it. Does it make you feel better inside? All right, cool. My bad. If that's what it makes, you know, you know, cool. Kill the motherfucker. You know, I'm just saying, I'm not a trained professional, right? I'm not against therapy. I just, you know, I haven't really seen too many therapists in my life, right? The thing with me is, there was other ways I could figure things out through coping with, with and talking with friends and other discussions. But, and you know, I, I don't want to fucking take this away because my son's seen a therapist, you know? And you got the one hour is not really an hour. It's 50 minutes, right? That right there already kind of bothers me. But some people really need to have that, okay? And maybe I'm sure that I should probably go see somebody because I may be a little bit off my rocker as well. But... I think it's good to let it out once in a while, okay? It is good to say. I don't like keeping shit in. I don't want to keep shit. I hate fucking, I hate when motherfucking Cuddy tells me a secret. Like, oh, boom. I hate when fucking, you know, any fucking big person tells me something. Oh, don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to leak it. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to know. I don't want to know anybody's secrets, right? Now, on the flip side, for the social media thing, it was cool because, you know, people have a place to put it out there, right? I deleted that shit after, basically, they delete after 24 hours. Look, I'm going to do it again in a month or so. But if you guys even, could, you don't even know. It is unreal what I couldn't post, okay? Like, no bullshit. I got like replies, like some guys like, I would like to think that if these are true, you would tell the proper authorities if someone really did what admit to crimes. Like, Bro, shut the fuck up, you goofy ass clown. <laughs> like, what the fuck is you talking about, man? I, look, I'm not a priest or anything else. I'm just saying people had a little avenue, an outlet to just let some shit out. That ain't ever been my M.O. I'll let God handle it, okay? You guys said some shit, whatever you admitted to a murder, you guys confessed on it. Man, that's none of my fucking business, man, okay? Now, if there was a missing child or direct evidence of child molestation or child, some type of shit like that, I'd decide whether or not I need to dig deeper, but that wasn't ever the case in anything. Yes, there was some abuse here and there. A lot of people didn't want to talk about whatever. There was people saying, oh, yeah, man, fucking, you know, I killed my husband because he was fucking beating him. Yo, man, that's, that's on y'all. Anyways, um, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, we didn't really go anywhere. This, you know, we we planned an RV trip this week, and then we we're supposed to go to Six Flags today. But we got so much going on with the kids, and like, I don't like. Look, the CDC says don't travel, blah blah, whatever. I mean, no one's gonna listen to that shit. But when we listen, because it was like, you know, we get to do what we want to do, but we're really trying to figure out the school shit. So we just kept it light. 
barbecued, had a little pool party amongst our whole family. We uh, rode bicycles around the, you know, around the neighborhood. Uh, we hit the Americana, did a little shopping. I got the boys some books at the Barnes and Noble. Went to go see my uncle there. Uh, we ate at, obviously Cheesecake Factory, which the kids love. Um, my wife's favorite store, Rizia. She like goes there and goes crazy. That and Aloe. Um, and then also we went to the Palisades Village, which is the other Caruso group. For those of you who live in LA or come visit here, you've been to the Grove, you've been to the Americana. While the new part is near Malibu in an area called Pacific Palisades, which I love that area. Um, they have the Palisades Village. And uh, I've only been there a couple of times. I like this place a lot. Okay, we chilled. Got our McConnell's ice cream. I had my Alfred coffee. Um, had a really good meal at uh, Porta Vina, Vino, Via, whatever the fuck it was. Look, I literally spent days today. Today's Monday, so yeah. Saturday night I spent from three p.m. to like two a.m. almost twelve hours. I went through my closets downstairs, upstairs, through my storage area in the man cave. I went through laundry. I filled up four industrial-sized trash can bags of clothes and gave it to some friends uh, yesterday. Then I had a couple more bags of clothes that I'm going to give my employees. And like, you know, shit. If you're an extra large or large, size 10, 10 and a half shoes, like, boom. You know, I need I need to go through another cleaning. But um, I got one big bag of shit that I'm going to go cash out at one of these sneaker stores, one of these fucking... Secondhand streetwear stores, whatever. It's probably a couple thousand dollars of this shit, but I'm gonna give that money to some folks who really need it. Okay. Bottom line is what I'm trying to say here is I want to cut down on my personal belongings. Okay, like a lot. Right. I want to get rid of almost all my t-shirts. I want to just buy, you know, a dozen t-shirts every 12 months. So I don't need to store them. And at the same time, I strengthen the economy. I just really need to keep keep the essential shit, you know. One down coat, one down vest, one denim jacket, one leather jacket, okay? few pairs of pants, few pairs of jeans, maybe a couple of polos, two suits, and like, you know, shorts as I need it, okay? Lessen all the clutter, just essential shit, winter, summer, and then in between, that is it, all right? Like, I just, man, I just have too much shit. And I want to get down to 25 pairs of shoes, which, you know, two years ago, I got down to 40. And I, I stayed over 100 pairs for probably 15 years, you know. And think, I had over 1,800 pairs of shoes at one point. Stupid as fuck. Okay. But, I don't know. Fuck, Homicide had like almost 1,000 too. It was crazy. Just the shit that we had just just nuts. And I, and I think about even my Bear Bear collection, you know, and just the clutter of my toys and stuff. I love it. It's great. looks cool to look out but it's just too much, right? I'm fucking old as shit and I'm just, I'm selling my entire bare brick collection. So if you know anyone who got the bread and wants to inherit the sickest bare brick 1000% collection in North America, hit me up, okay? You better have big cheese though because the market on bare bricks are, is going up every single day, okay? So if you want to bid on my collection, I'd say you have to, if you even think about offering me under $400,000, you're not even in the fucking running, okay? And I'm not really tripping, like, look, I got all the boxes, whatever, it's not that that difficult. You need to rent a big fucking a U-Haul, like a 
maybe a 26 foot um yeah for sure it'd be a lot you figure it out but i'm getting rid of my bear bricks i'm just i'm over it want to focus on other shit i want to get down to four cars four cars in the rv max and maybe one day get down through i don't know i just i just we're trying to just change shit um guys fyi Today is the last day to enter the Underdog Fantasy $60,000 custom chain giveaway. Like, seriously, guys, instead of buying your lunch or your fucking Starbucks today, go to underdogfantasy.com and make a deposit, even a small one. That right there will enter you into the contest and you will fucking win a $60,000 custom chain and I will literally make you anything you want as long as it's not a copyrighted trademarked logo. We're good. Okay. As mentioned at the start of this show, we got a new series on BTB dropping every single Saturday during the NFL season, which will give you the best picks for fantasy football, all the information on that, real betting picks by the new professional hot shot betting handicappers in the game, the captain's picks. That's the new name for the betting business, all right, um, for the sports bet picks. I will give a few freebies each week, but you will need to sign up for the new betting picks, and I'll be discussing everything on the debut episode this Saturday with the Dust Brothers' very own Jordan Winter. All right, he's the fucking man when it comes to all the shit, him and Miles. They have a fucking science to this shit. We all put in our thing, boom. They are now the captain's picks. All right, guys, look out for this new episode this Saturday. Um... The Seahawks open the season in Indianapolis against the Colts uh, next Sunday, or this coming Sunday, sorry. And then we bring it back home for the home opener against the Titans, in which I will be in attendance for that game. It'll be very, it'll be emotional. It's going to be crazy because uh, it'll be weird not seeing my cousin Rex there. Um. Oh yeah, by the way, we are going to be selling picks for every major sport there is, not just NFL, okay? There will be packages for, you know, daily picks, um, you know, multiple picks, subscriptions. Look, there will be no competitor out there in the sports betting pick world that can match captain's picks pricing, okay? All right, that's it for that pivot into the end of the show listen guys before we leave i had to say um i finished the first season of yellowstone and it's really good it's damn good right overall as a show it's not as good as bosh to me again i'm not a big person i'm not a big fan of cowboys and country shit but it was good really fucking good right but raising canaan is just fucking just such a good damn show you know i think again could be an age thing right because you know it's it's 80s 90s nostalgia but good as fuck um it's bubbling up this was like a bubble up week kind of you know showing that shit's about to get real ugly but raising canaan is definitely the best fucking cable tv show on air right now okay i like snowfall but this shit just hits different um amazon prime has a show called Goliath that stars Billy Bob Thornton. Um, it's dropping its final season, I think, this week or next week. And the final, se- the first season of Goliath has to be the best lawyer show season, first season of anything. Like, I love lawyer. I love Law and Order and everything, whatever. That first season of Goliath is fucking 
excellent. Okay. But the other seasons, man, fuck. I just want, I wanted to be there. I'm like, am I tripping? It's like, you went from this to this and like Billy Bob Thornton crushed it, but it was just, I don't know. This new season could be good. I don't know. Um, speaking of letdowns, to live and die in LA podcast came to a finish. All right. Season two. Season one was really good here and there, whatever. And I was kind of like, oh, damn, what a letdown. You know, it's such a famous podcast. Season two came to a finish, right? Elaine, the, the Korean girl. And it's like, the fuck, man? Such a soft ass ending. And just it's so non climactic. It just, I don't know, man. Just underwhelming. You know, it's like a 20 minute hand job with the girl who says she's not taking her clothes off. Like, I just, you, and, and you still don't bust a nut. Like, what the fuck? You know, like the first three episodes, you're like, damn, this is getting good. Then you're just like, come on, man, what the fuck? Like, what's the point? Anyways, guys, that's all for this episode of BTB. Um, I'm getting more rest and the more time, you know, like I got more time to focus. But I, I, like, look, I can't even begin my recovery until this next week is over. When I get back from New York, I can start my recovery like and hopefully by the holidays, we can go back to two episodes a week. But for right now, I got to do this for my own health. This is definitely a different type show because this week I didn't really do much. So this is just me spitting game, right? But listen, guys, I love you all. Thank you so much for the support. It means everything to me. I was talking about live podcast shows and live podcast tour isn't totally out of the question for 2021, all right? There's still ways for us to do this on a smaller level, maybe 250 people, maybe vaccines. I don't know, fucking test right then and there. You know, um, 250 people in select cities isn't that bad. And, uh, you know, we're going to try it out. We're going to see what's up. So make sure you stay tuned. Always stay tuned and stay locked into BTB. Make sure you are subscribing to the show. All right. As always, this is not your practice life. And guys, always make it a great day okay i love you thank you so much lakey lake it's time for you to do your thing bro and show these people the door yo we are out of here again guys i will see you on saturday for the debut of the captain's picks xbtb and then the new episode on monday all right love you guys peace <laughs>